Welcome into the Future Stocks podcast. I'm Elijah Evans, and I'm bringing an interview with George Walkout, White Sox seventh rounder out of Downers Grove in Illinois. Uh, George was just drafted a month ago by the White Sox. He's 17 years old, the youngest player in the entire draft, and the White Sox were able to capitalize on him falling a little bit beyond where he was maybe projected to go in the draft, scoop him up in the second round, and signed him to a bonus that reflected more of a second round level talent, which is exactly where George belongs. Um, his upside is immense. He has a ton of power potential as a six seven outfielder and really just a great guy. He's very determined. He was able to finish high school in three years in order to reclassify and join this draft as opposed to next year's draft. He was looked at as a guy that at the end of high school next year could have potentially been a first round pick. So the White Sox were able to get an incredibly talented player in the seventh round and somebody that we at Future Sox are very excited to see climb through the ranks. Uh, my interview with him, we talked about the process of reclassifying and what he's doing now at the Arizona Complex League where he was activated last week um, and everything else in his future and the goals that he has set for himself and what he enjoys off the field, everything in between. Uh, the interview is about 20 minutes. We really just were able to talk about him as a person, as a player uh, and all that stuff. So I am very excited to see where George's career takes him. And I know White Sox fans are going to really enjoy getting to know uh, one of their most recent draft picks, who's the youngest guy in, in the, the draft and one of the youngest players in the organization who is a long way away, but has a ton of potential to be a really true cornerstone piece for the White Sox in the future. So without further ado, here is my interview with George. I am uh, here for a special edition of the Future Sox podcast. Uh, I'm Elijah Evans, and I'm joined here today by George Walkow. And uh, I'm just here to talk to George about his path and his career and what uh, everything else is going on in his life right now. So uh, how are you doing, George? How's everything been? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, everything's been been going awesome. Uh, really smooth. You know, having a lot of fun, getting better, um, and building some relationships with uh, the coaching staff here in uh, Arizona, as well as some of the other draftees. So um, having a lot of fun. That's great, man. So you, uh, we saw you just got activated this week um, with the Arizona Complex League. And so what is, uh, what's the experience been like, you know, since you got drafted? We'll go back and talk a little bit about the whole process in a little bit. But since you got drafted, what has it been like starting to plan kind of your, your training routine and your practices and all that within the organization? Yeah, so after, after signing, um, we had a, a mini camp out in Kannapolis at the uh, Low A affiliate. And so um, we're out there for five days. Um, and basically kind of going through, I guess, uh, a daily routine of kind of what it's going to be like um, wherever guys are playing. And so kind of getting in, working out, hitting on the field, hitting in the cages, uh, doing base running, defensive work, throwing, kind of all of that, um, really like a full, a full pra practice. So I think being able to, to go out and do that was really cool and, and started to get like a feel, kind of like get our feet wet of, of what, um, you know, it's going to be like for the next hopefully, you know, 10, 20 years. Um, yeah. And so I think uh, at the start, I think the White Sox handled it really well. Um, you know, we all got to get to know each other pretty well, um, you know, fly down to Arizona together, that sort of thing, um, as well as kind of just, you know, kind of get that like first first week out of the way. Um, you know, guys aren't nervous and it, it be able to get down to Arizona and, and kind of just be ourselves and, and start to dial in on that routine and kind of get after it. Okay. Yeah, man, that's, it sounds like a really good time. And it sounds like just a good way to really get adjusted because, you know, it, it can be a hard transition, especially someone as young as you. I know it's a, it's a, it's a big shift from, you know, being in high school a few months ago to now being at the professional level and really just starting to, to figure out what that looks like and what your life is going to be like moving forward. Um, we'll go back a little bit and kind of talk about the process, you know, so you, for people that are listening that don't know, George reclassified from what would have been next year, finishing high school to finishing this year. 
What did that look like for you? I mean, I, I'm a student, I'm in college right now. What, what was the experience like trying to not only finish high school early, but also having to focus on, you know, trying to get drafted? I'd say that experience was, uh, it was, it was, it was awesome. Um, I think, I think it was definitely a little bit challenging, uh, but as well, I think it was a, you know, big step in my career and something I was really ready for. And, um, you know, it was really just, I think it was, I think it was a great decision. Um, you know, going into the whole kind of reclass process, um, had to, you know, make sure it was, everything was good uh, on all sides, whether it's baseball or school. Uh, and so for me, it was kind of uh, really talking to everyone in my inner circle, I'm, you know, making sure I'm making the right decision. I got to talk to people, not only in a, with a coaching background, but a scouting background, as well as, you know, the coaches at South Carolina at the time. And I feel like all of that was, was very helpful, as well as having, um, you know, a great school counselor kind of help me walk through what I needed to do uh, class-wise. Uh, and how I'm going to be able to to really, um, you know, make make it work. And so um, I think that once we figured out all of the kind of variables in that process and and really just um, knew that, hey, like this is the right decision to make and everything's going to take care of itself. It was, it was, hey, let's do it. No looking back and, and you know, start start to go get better. Awesome, man. That's a, it, it's a big deal and it's, it's not an easy task. And I, I know I commend you for, for everything you went through because it's, it's hard. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, are trying to figure out their schedules in four years of high school and then trying to do that in, in three years and all the other things that you were doing. It's really cool that you were able to take away a good experience from it because there's definitely people that try to go through stuff like that and struggle to deal with, you know, just the many factors that are involved in making it happen. Um, you know, what are kind of looking at the future, once you kind of made that decision, you're moving towards everything. What was the pre-draft process like? Was there anything, you know, when you were, I, I know there was, it's always tricky because there's that balance between for high school players for wanting to get drafted, but also knowing that they have college as an option, depending on how things go with the draft. So what was the draft process like? When did you start really communicating with the White Sox and how did all that uh, shake out for you? Yeah. So I think the, the draft process, um, was definitely probably different than some other guys. Um, for me, kind of leading up to it, uh, it, I was just going out playing every day. Um, I was playing up in the Northwoods. And so for me, it was kind of, um, you know, just trying to get better, honestly. Uh, I think I was in a position where, you know, after reclassing and being the youngest guy in the draft, um, I think I was just at a place where, hey, I have a couple months after high school, a month and a half after high school season's over. Um, so how am I going to, you know, maximize that time to, to go get better? Um, and so for me, you know, I, I didn't know I was going to have it or, um, you know, you can't, you can't predict the draft. Uh, so there's, there's no guarantee that you're going to go out and get picked for or sign for enough money there, whatever you think is the right amount, um, or round or whatever. Uh, and so for me, it was kind of like, I wanted to put myself in a situation where I can be ready to, um, go make that jump at the next level uh, and, and be ready to, to go out and perform wherever I was going, uh, whether it was pro ball or college. And so I think, um, you know, that, that process leading up for me was really just, you know, how can I maximize that time getting better? Um, but then, you know, on the, on the baseball and scouting side as well, um, you know, I, I did talk with a, a lot of teams kind of leading up. Um, I had had a great relationship with J.J. Lolly, the uh, – Harry Scout with the White Sox. Um, I know they, they've been following me for a while, um, even before kind of uh, high school season started. So, um, you know, I, I knew that there's always a, a good good bond there. Uh, I, I went to a pre-draft workout on the 10th um, before kind of like the, the combine deadline where you couldn't. And so, um, you know, even being invited to, to something like that, uh, kind of know that I'm a priority in the, in the organization. Um, but obviously – Things still have to line up on their board, um, and and things still have to go my way too. So 
I think uh, I think I knew there's always a possibility. Um, and then kind of leading up to the draft, it was, um, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen. So for me, it was kind of just, you know, hey, go get better, um, be ready for whatever opportunities come up, and and you know, whatever choice I make, know that I'm gonna trust it and, and go get after it. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, definitely, man. It's a, there's a lot of factors that go into to the draft situation and all of those different things. What was it, what was it like, you know, before even, like you said, you were, you were on the radar for a while. I talked a little bit with your high school coach about this. What, what is it like being, you know, scouted at, what were you maybe 14, 15 years old when you really legitimately had people starting to look at you. And that's when you're young, it's like, you're, you're playing baseball and you're out there having fun. And a lot of it is like, it's a game, but when you're getting that serious attention at such a young age, it's not a game. I mean, it's your life and you're, and you're starting to deal with that early on. So what was, what was the experience of really having people, you know, saying, look out for this guy when you were a kid still? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, having that target on your back constantly. Um, I think it, it's, it's lots of different people, whether they, um, you know, are jealous of you, fans of you, or, or don't like you because um, you are who you are. I think, I think it's just kind of knowing that um, there's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of kind of outside distractions and stuff. Um, and at the end of the day, you just got to go and get better, um, play the game. And so for me, it's kind of like going in, going into high school, committed to play baseball at a power five SEC school. It's like, uh, I feel like going out, playing on, on fields, like there's always a couple guys who, who might not like you, uh, might want to, um, pitch you different, uh, just to try to get you out or, or talk bad, you know, if you, if you might mess up and stuff like that. And so for me, it was kind of even, even playing basketball as well, kind of whatever sport I was in, it felt like naturally being bigger, I always had people who just, you know, kind of had that target on my back. And so for me, it was just kind of navigating my way through it. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of kind of outside stuff that really, um, you know, social media nowadays, like stuff like that, that people might try to, you know, get under your skin and, 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 and really think that they might too. Um, but it's kind of just, just seeing through all that stuff. I think I was, once I was at a point kind of where, where like I started to maybe get those like people DMing me or, or someone talking bad because I strike out in a, you know, freshman year in a, in a high school game. Um, you know, I think it was kind of just, kind of just, just seeing through it, knowing that, you know, the, the process that I'm on, uh, or the, the track I'm on, or the process that I'm kind of in, um, it's like all that stuff's going to come. And, and for me, it's almost like, a uh, like a privilege to have all that happening uh, means I'm doing something right. And so, you know, if no one's talking, then you're probably, you're probably just not, not doing, not doing something too good. Um, but when a lot of people are kind of on, on your back talking, um, then, you know, you know, you're succeeding in, in some way. Uh, and so 
for me, it was kind of just seeing through all that stuff uh, and, and really just focusing on what I need to do to get better um, and ways I could help the team and in, in the situation at hand. Yeah, that's great, man. That mindset is going to take you a long way. And that's something that's, I mean, it's a lot of people don't have that at, at a young age, especially in high school. So being able to, you know, really lock in and keep your mind, you know, focused on the goal and not let any of that stuff bother you as much is, is impressive. Um, so yeah. what are, like you, like you just said, keep focusing on, you know, on the field and how you can help. What are some things about you, you know, as a player that you really think fans can, can they get excited about and just can know about you beyond just, you know, everybody has seen the fact that you're, you're a big guy, you got a lot of strength, you got a lot of power. What are some things that you think make you unique as a baseball player? Um, I would say just kind of uh, a mix of my athleticism as well as kind of just, just being a leader on the field. Um, you know, I think that stepping on the field, I, I try to be a guy that, um, you know, helps pick up teammates and, and, and really tries to make an impact on the game uh, as well as kind of hold others accountable. Uh, and so for me, I think that's kind of just some of my leadership skills. Um, but as well, you know, physically, I'll, I'll probably be the biggest field on, on any field I step on for a little while now, unless there's a couple of pitchers that yeah. might be taller than me. But, um, you know, I think I think besides that, I think I'm pretty athletic for my size. And uh, my athleticism is something I, I train for every day. Um, and so I think that that's something definitely that probably stands out most. Um, especially being bigger, like showing I could play center field at the next level um, and, you know, control a, a bigger strike zone, uh, that sort of thing. And then got to say probably like my, my power as well, um, like watching me maybe take BP before a game or something. I'd say that's something that probably would stand out yeah. um, or or even kind of in games now too, you know, hitting balls hard, um, starting to figure out how to do that a little bit more. So I, I'd say those are probably some of the characteristics that would. That's awesome. It's, it sounds like you're, you're well-rounded and it's, you know, I think people, it's often you're, you see a lot of young players that have, you know, singular skill sets of, of they're really good at this and they're working on this, but it sounds like you work really hard at, you know, developing other aspects of your game aside from just being a powerful guy, given your size. Um, I'm going to take it a little bit of a different direction now. Let's get to know a little bit about you. What are some things like you, what are some things you, I've heard about fishing a little bit. What are some things you really like to do and some passions you have um, away from baseball that, you know, keep you happy and enjoy your time? Yeah, I saw fishing definitely be one, um, you know, kind of got into that a little bit more this summer, uh, kind of going out with friends, you know, finding, finding a spot to go fish. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd say uh, I like to golf a little bit, um, kind of don't do it as much, but, um, you know, I went out with my dad a couple of times and friends a couple of times. I think that's fun. Um, think maybe not, maybe not the best golfer, but <laughs> I mean, everyone probably likes it anyways. Um, and then, Oh, what else? I'd say um, kind of last fall, I got into photography a little bit, um, bought a camera, kind of got into like that or cinematography too. like kind of um, especially now with like how social media has grown and stuff. I, I find all that some of that stuff pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. So kind of kind of kind of like that a little bit, but um, not, not a lot of time to do stuff like that uh, nowadays anyways. But other than that, probably like uh, fitness industry stuff like love working out um you know now with the white Sox having my own plan and stuff i think it's a little bit harder to to do so kind of just going out to the gym because you know i have to have to do kind of what what they're prescribed me um and so but but really i think like health nutrition that sort of thing um you know in the winter i was meal prepping for for, for basketball um you know when i was playing in season going to, to practice after and not having a lot of time to eat, uh, uh, you know, meal prepping. I think that was something that I got into a little bit, um, as well as kind of like recovery and stuff. Uh, I feel like, um, you know, I, I love all that sort of stuff and probably something I spend a lot of my free time doing. So, yeah, that's very cool. What are some of your go-to meals when you're meal prepping or making stuff for yourself? I, uh, I just pasta and chicken, uh, um, it's easiest. 
yeah, kind of go in Sunday night, uh, cook it all up, and put it in the containers for the week. Nice man, deep dish pizza, yes or no? You're from, I mean, Chicago guy from the area. <laughs> I would, I would say yes. I'd say good. You gotta, you gotta be hungry though. It's a, it's a meal. Oh yeah, it's a feast for sure. But that's a good tip, definitely. <laughs> and I think people will like. Um, what are your? So we'll wrap up with this. You know, what are, what are some of your goals just for this year, and then just moving forward? You know, obviously you're a hard worker. You're gonna be grinding. Um, what's something you know you really want to see yourself kind of work on this year? I know you've only got a few months where you'll be playing at the complex for now, and then going into next year, like where do you see yourself getting to a certain point or working on specific things um, with the organization now that you're really getting settled in? Yeah. Um, you know, right now for me, it's kind of just starting to build that consistency. Um, you know, at the plate, starting to control the strike zone, um, you know, have some patience, take my walks, uh, as well as, you know, know what pitches I, I could do damage on the best. Um, so I think, think, you know, training, training on my swing, training physically, um, I feel like I'm in best shape I've ever been, um, you know, playing the best I've ever played. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, all, all my tools and stuff and things that I could control, I'm doing really well right now. And so for me, it's kind of just, uh, you know, dial in at the plate. Uh, you know, I could go out, play the outfield uh, pretty well. And so for me, I think what's going to help me out the most and maybe help me kind of work my way up the ladder the fastest would be, um, you know, just becoming a more polished hitter. Uh, and so I think that um, I'm, in, I'm in a great spot right now working with the coaches, uh, with the White Sox, you know, a lot of, a lot of great people here out in Arizona, um, you know, helping me get better every day. And so I think, I think once I start just to, to put it together, uh, you know, become a better hitter at the plate, um, then, you know, you're going to start to see the power, uh, getting on base more, drawing more walks, uh, strikeout rate down. And, um, you know, I think a lot of that's coming as I'm starting to mature as a hitter. I think the Northwoods helped with that a lot too. You know, getting out here and having the access to all the, the training and, and technology and video and everything, as well as having coaches that could break it down for you, um, I think, I think I'm, I'm already starting to see strides. And so for me, it's starting to just, you know, build that consistency at the plate. It's really good to hear that it's been a good experience for you. And uh, I know I speak for myself and many other people that follow the White Sox when I say we cannot wait to see your development and see how things go. Um, and we're just excited to, to have you in the organization and to watch uh, watch your, your skills that develop. So uh, thank you for coming on, George. And uh, that'll be all for the White Sox, Future Sox podcast. Awesome. Thank you, Elijah.